Thank you for coming back. This is part two of Songversation Steady Love. We have a lot more to get into. I have an announcement to make. I have more thoughts and, of course, my favorite part of every episode, and that is the closing affirmation. And this is where I think it's going to start to get really good. All that was a backstory. This is all the future. Let's get into it. So this carrot that I was dangling in front of myself was that I needed proof. The carrot was proof that I was successful and proof that I was worthy. If you have listened to me at all this year, you've heard me say that my favorite definition of the word worthy was deserving of regard and respect. And I knew that about myself, but somehow I had to prove to myself that other people knew that about me. Like, you going to show me my respect. What I have learned and what I need to remember is that worthiness is something you give to yourself. And after doing this Songversation Worthy tour all year, I've been able to work this out inside of myself. And what I understand is that when the world outside of us treats us as less than worthy, it's because they're having a mistaken or a different conversation about life than the one you're having. I know who I am and I know that I'm worthy and I know that I'm worthy of my voice and my songs and I know that I've been heard and I don't need to search for proof anymore. And so I guess I made this album worthy for myself. And, but in the end, I make them all for myself. And maybe that's why some of the awards have been elusive because I'm not trying to do this for anyone's, for anyone else. I want to share it and be heard, but this is all about me aligning with my values and my truth. There are a whole lot of other things that I could have done musically and aesthetically and people I could have done songs with and things I could have worn and said that maybe would have made me a bigger artist. But it's not what I wanted to do because I did what I wanted. And I've gotten very far with that. I've gotten very far doing what I want, being a black woman, being a black woman who's unapologetic, a black woman who critiques the very industry that she's in with her very first hit record. I've, gone, I've come very far and I certainly would say that I'm a success and I do not need proof of that anymore. And I certainly don't need proof of my worthiness. I've taught my own self that one. The music industry is a vehicle that is not built to show me love. You know, like, let's just take Taylor Swift, for example. She is exactly what the industry is built for. A young, beautiful, tall, skinny, white girl who has songs that are just, just enough to make people bop and enough to make them think about their relationships. And you know, she's what it's built around. And then there's someone like Alizzo, who's having a really big year, a breakout year, because she's aligned with body positivity. But Lizzo's been probably doing, making her songs for maybe like eight years now or something. And then she aligns with a moment and it's big for her, right? These two people couldn't be more different, but Lizzo needs to align with the moment. A person like a Taylor Swift, the industry is built for her. I'm not dissing anybody, I don't have any negative feelings about it. Even as I'm saying this, I'm just telling you how it is. Having said all that, someone like me 
there, I had my moment where I aligned with the moment and I was one of the big artists for a few years there. And then once that moment was gone, my, the vehicle for me to be an award-winning artist was gone. But I'm grateful for it because it planted seeds for me to be exactly the artist that I am today, who can make a meditation album and a black love anthem and be number one at radio without having to play a certain type of game. And so awards versus rewards, it is very rewarding the way that I'm able to navigate my career today. And I'm never going to be able to revisit those big, big years where I lied with a certain zeitgeist. And so I got to let it go because this era is not made for me. The catch 22 is that I know I touch people because they tell me all the time, but you have to put yourself in my shoes for a moment. I work hard and I've been working hard since I was in my early 20s. My creative brain never stops. Even when I'm sleeping, I'm thinking about the next song and how I can speak to people and how I can speak a deeper truth and how to get it done and always. And I know that people take the songs and that they've been a part of people's lives, which is the greatest reward. I know that, but I have no proof. I'm not in people's rooms when they play the songs over and over again. I'm not in a person's room when they're dealing with their feelings about their marriage or their childhood abuse and they're playing the song River Rise over and over again. I don't see it. I don't, I'm not at the weddings. I'm not in the relationships where people are falling in love to my music. I don't get to see it. I have a feeling. I'm told on occasion, but I don't know. And so I, I realize that I'm never going to have that proof. But there's a part in my heart that knows what I've accomplished in that way. And that was always my goal was to touch people. The awards was a carrot that ended up getting dangled because I was like, oh, wait a minute, I can have this? Well, let me get it. And then I, I kind of got it and I kind of didn't. And so in Malibu, I stopped chasing the carrot. And once I got home, I took my own carrot and cooked it and ate it <laughs> because I don't need proof anymore. My gratitude for this journey has given my heart eyes to see. And I don't need anyone else to show me. I know what I feel. I know what my heart sees. And so that leads me to the announcement I want to make. Let's get into that in this next segment. What I understand now is something that I read while I was in Malibu. I do not remember the book, but the words were even the greatest dream reaches its fruition. And I have been successful because success for me means reaching my goal, not someone else's. And I have reached my goals. And so now in this next 10 years, after 20 years in the industry, I'm ready to pivot when it comes to my music career. I want to approach it in a different way. And so I'm semi-retiring from touring I plan to do spot dates and shows here and there, but no more long ass tours. I'm done with that. For my entire career, I felt obligated to do these tours and I felt obligated to do the touring I did in 2019. And now I just don't feel like that anymore. So I wanna to continue to perform when I want to, but most of all, I want to create new things because now I'm not throwing 
all of my life force energy into chasing this carrot or chasing this proof, I now have energy for other things. And for this second act of my career, that's what I want to focus on, new things. And for this next half of my life, new things. And I left Malibu realizing that what I really want to do is use my um, prolific creativity to create other things. So I guess you could say I've taken my creativity back and I couldn't be in a better place. And actually, I'm so happy that I've been able to do this podcast because being able to say all of this in one place like this lets me know that I really have gotten there. And I have these butterflies in my stomach right now because I'm excited and because I'm a little bit nervous and because I know that feeling of truth in my gut and this is my truth. So this is where I'm at. I think this is a perfect time for a closing affirmation. So if you've been following my story, you will remember that I said earlier in this podcast that the Grammy nominations came out. I was going to fly off to Seattle. I missed my flight because I left my license at home. I came home and I realized that I didn't need to run and that what I needed to do was get quiet with myself so I can decide and discern what my heart and soul are telling me. I wanted to say this last thing, and that is that in the process of trying to get my feelings together around this whole Grammy thing. I'm listening to a podcast called Popcast and they're doing a whole thing about the Grammys. And you know, there's a part of me inside of me that thinks, dang, I wonder if they're going to say my name. (laughs) And finally they do. And not because I only have one nomination and I'm not one of the hot artists this year. And so, I mean, I am hot, but not to them. And so my name comes up because near the end of the podcast, one of the pundits says this. I'm going to put the audio here so you can hear exactly what I heard. Here it is. I think this is going to win a bunch of other stuff and that this is going to go to Billy. I do want to issue the annual warning, which is that most nominated is sometimes least winning. That's been how it's been for the past few years. Yeah, the, uh, the India Ari syndrome. The music industry part of me knows that any press is good press. So first I'm like, well, shoot, at least they said my name. And then my mind thought, no, no, no. Because I made an album this year called Worthy. And anybody who saw the show, you heard me say this. And if you didn't see Songversation Worthy, I'm going to say it now. One of the fundamental tenets of worthiness is that we know that we define ourselves. Like the quote by... Audrey Lord says, if I don't define myself for myself, I would be crunched into other people's fantasies for me and eaten alive. And so what I'm learning is that both rejection and awards live on the same spectrum. And if I can get myself to a place where I am living my life and creating my creations, not for either one of those things, but because it's who I am, because I define myself as a creator, then I am defining myself for myself. 
And so I want to speak directly to those people at podcast and directly to anyone else who, even in a moment of compassion for me, says you should have won those awards or you don't get the recognition you deserve. What I want to say to you is the India RE syndrome is an artist who is so aligned with their values that they're willing to give up the worldly awards so that they can live out their spiritual reward. That's the India RE syndrome. Because there is a way that I could have won those things, but there's no way I could have won those things and still felt like me. I've done me and I've gotten so far with it. And that is the true reward. So let's get into this affirmation. I say this affirmation for myself and for everyone who's listening. Hmm. I affirm right now that we are worthy, deserving of regard and respect. And even when we live in a world that treats us differently, that our hearts will have eyes to see and that our hearts will have ears to hear that sometimes we work for a bigger reward. I affirm right now what Toni Morrison told me. She said, when I asked her why she felt like she could just say anything she wanted to say, she said, I'm 80 years old and I feel like I've earned that right. And I asked her, can I say whatever I wanna say? How old do I have to be? And she said, mm, 43. And so right now, at 44 years old, I just turned 44 years old in Malibu on October 3rd, and I affirm right now that these are my years to do me full out. And I affirm right now that wherever you are in your process, in your life, that you will learn your lessons in a way that will lead you back to you. And that you will know, and that we will all know, that coming back to yourself is the greatest reward that everybody's path doesn't look the same and that it doesn't have to and that we don't have to look for institutions that are not made for us to affirm us that we can find affirmation in the places where it lives for us i affirm right now like the title of that gorgeous tony morrison documentary that the pieces i am all come together to create a greater whole of a human being who at the end of her life walked her path and lived her truth and learned her lessons and learned that she can hold on as needed and let go as needed to people, to relationships, to love, to expectations, to whole paradigms and that we can know that even through life's crazy ups and downs, that love is always steady. And lastly, I want to thank you for listening. I know I have not been able to do as many podcasts this year as I intended, as I professed I would. But... I know you hear my heart and you know I've been busy and I've been out there and I've been with a lot of you. 
I truly intend to focus more on this podcast in 2020 because it's what I want to do. And I also want to I want to give this podcast in honor of all of you. Everyone who came to a show, everyone who wanted to come to a show, everyone who's been listening to the album Worthy, everyone who's been sending me the most loving, encouraging messages on my social media, especially on Instagram. I just thank you all. And I want to say this one more time, that we are all worthy and we're significant and we matter because we exist. And my favorite definition of the word worthy is deserving of regard and respect. And we all are. And Happy New Year. And I'll see you in 2020. Until then, may you clearly hear the song in your heart. I like that.